0: Day. we love the best variety music every day
1: rx
2: radio. radio
0: groove cafe
1: This is a group Cafe on Rx Radio. I am Crystal and you know I'm always looking forward to meeting new people, hearing their stories and what it is they are passionate about. My guest today is a Ugandan stand-up comedian, a story creator, writer, script supervisor, actor, voice over artist. He started his stand-up comedy career in 2016. In 2019, he had a half-hour comedy special. He's worked with so many major comedy platforms. He's performed a Different comedy festivals around Africa, and he is currently writing with Anne Kansime yeah. at the moment. And I find this fascinating. He's running a stand-up comedy platform called Chalk on Jokes, focused on fighting mental health among young people through stand-up comedy, which is so important. I have Don Andre joining me. Andrew Odongo is yes. is your name on that's, your birth that's certificate? The one for. Okay, so we've yeah. gone from birth certificate and we've moved yeah. all the way. Yeah,
2: that's the one they use in the bar because We don't normally present our birth certificate.
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> you find a cool guy in Kampala uh-huh. and you go to the village, you're like, oh, don't go. They're like ah, who's that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Well, I
1: like the way you pulled Don Andre from your name. It sounds so ah, good. Oh, you noticed. Yeah, you just pulled it out of your name. Uh-huh. I'm like, oh, look at you're you. You're smart. <laughs>
2: not, not so many people always ask me, where did you get these names from? I'm like, Really? It's in my name,
1: but so. Andrew Odongo. So yeah, you have so
2: you just extracted it.
1: Okay, welcome Besides to the that. show. Thank you. How are you doing today? I'm
2: fine. It's a good day. Feel good being here.
1: It's good to have yeah. you.
2: I'm always staring at you at the billboard. Bro. Like, look, <laughs> at Christa, look at Crystal. Look mm-hmm. at Crystal. Now I'm here with her.
1: Yes, yeah, so and now I'm smiling. For, yeah. real. for yeah. real. For real. For real. Uh huh. Because uh-huh. mm-hmm. people see you smiling on billboards. I'm like, even me, I can be serious. I can <laughs> get. I can get tough in life. I
2: meet you on a gloomy day. Like.
1: Mm-hmm. Like why aren't you smiling like mm. the billboard? Mm. <laughs> what is. So don't tell me uh, comedy. Yeah. How far back does this go for you? Stand up. I mean, because I know you started your career yeah. in 2016. Yeah. But like, did you try this in high school? Were you the funny guy in school?
2: Um, I actually. I think uh, they kept telling me, mm-hmm. like, as I was growing up mm-hmm. from home, I was always making jokes. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, people are laughing. My mom is laughing. But you know, moms, they laugh at anything as long as you're their son. <laughs> so I didn't believe that. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then my family, they were always laughing. At school, people were telling me, Why don't you try comedy? Why don't you try comedy? I was like, ah, nah. I want to be an engineer or something, a lawyer. Mm-hmm. And then as time went on, uh, I remember on our liver's party,
1: mm-hmm.
2: somehow I was just voted to be the MC.
1: Okay. Like, Guys. This was what? S4,
2: S6? S6. I said, mm-hmm. like, I don't have experience. Guys are like, no, you manage. And that was the first time holding a mic in front of people.
1: In Essex? Yeah, no way. Six.
2: But okay. I, I was this low key guy. Mm-hmm. I just cracked jokes. And then uh, the loud friends. Mm-hmm. project the joke and then you see, hear people laughing. So
1: uh-huh. it always gave
2: me the satisfaction.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So um, as, uh, so
1: that means you're also the quiet guy who sits in the corner watching everybody yeah, that's and what observing. I, yeah, mm-hmm. that's what
2: I do most of the times. Mm-hmm. People will say you're a comedian, but you don't talk to people. You just be there, you know, network. But um, I'm really critical mm-hmm. of the people I talk to. Okay. Yeah, not everyone will be your type. Or mm-hmm. well, not everyone will like you, so I just observe and be like, I think Crystal will. Uh, we, we have a thing; we can connect. <laughs> then that's when I approach and we start talking.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right.
2: Then um, that's when uh, fast forward. Uh, there's a time I met a stand-up comedian, Afandi Keriket. I don't know if you know him. Yes. Yeah. Yes. He was doing a thing, an MTN thing. I don't know if it's okay to mention, uh, in our area. I was there. I was like, should I approach this guy?
0: Mm-hmm. And then I'm
2: like. Because I was tired of people telling me, you should try comedy, you should try comedy. So I woke up to him, I'm like, I want to join what you do. And then he's, uh, so I give me your number, then I can follow up. He's like, no, if you want, you should come mm-hmm. to where we practice from. Mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, this guy doesn't like me. But <laughs> I didn't know he was just giving me the formula mm-hmm. that, that, that they use.
1: Okay. Yeah,
2: that was, I think, uh, late 2015.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Then, uh, so
1: you have to have the courage to to you, put yourself out there. Exactly. Mm-hmm.
2: So that's when I went. I, I auditioned in front of the people I used to see on TV. Mm-hmm. You just go and they're seated there. They're like, ah, make us laugh. And you're
0: like, oh my god, that like, pressure! I can't yeah. even imagine it.
2: <laughs> and you're like, now, like, yeah. And then you do your thing. They're like, ah, nah, it's not funny. Mm-hmm.
1: It's not
2: funny. You need mm-hmm. to go home and. Work on it more. It's not funny. That I kept, kind
1: of feedback is not easy, right? I
2: know. It's not easy to take in.
1: Mm-hmm. I, well, in the beginning, I'm sure no. with time you get tougher.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. As long as you know what you want. It can break you. I, I can tell you that. Because uh, with stand up comedy, you can crack up like the whole theater. Mm-hmm. But there's that one guy who's not laughing. And you're like, what's wrong with this guy? <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> yes.
2: And it, it hurts you. Like, why? Why are you Yet not laughing? Yet everyone
1: else is laughing. Yeah,
2: the guy's just still uh, looking at you. What's wrong?
1: Maybe because we don't all have the same sense of humor. Yeah, that's Mm -hmm. it.
2: Yeah, so um, that's how I, like, slowly I I climbed up Mm -hmm. the thing. I started doing more more auditions, more auditions, and finally I got my first show, Mm -hmm. which was around uh, Centenary Park, a Mm -hmm. place called Waikiki Mm -hmm. Lounge. That was my first show. It was an open mic show. They don't pay you and all that, but Mm -hmm. it gave me. It was like a stepping stone.
0: Okay. Yeah, I
2: started from there. And then now I started getting noticed. I featured on other shows, Comedy Files, Pablo Live. Like I just kept mm-hmm. going Things up started and, happening. Yeah, things okay. started
1: happening. Now, you said before when you were younger, people were saying you should do comedy, comedy. Yeah. And you were like, no, I want to be an engineer or yeah. lawyer, yeah. right? Uh, so growing up, would you say you were a serious guy or you were focused on books? I mean, where did
2: you grow up? Um, I grew up in uh, a place called Nakawa Quarters. Okay. I don't know if you know it.
1: Nakawa Quarters. Quarters yeah. Okay. It's
2: just uh, opposite mobs. Mm-hmm. It was demolished. Mm-hmm. Every day I pass there, I play a sad song in my head oh, as I I'm look.
1: Like,
0: oh.
2: Yeah. <laughs> a Titanic song as I look. There. <laughs> like, you know, my home. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I grew up from there. Okay. It was a, it was a nice neighborhood. Mm. A lot of people. And it was fun, mm-hmm. so I, I was—I uh, wasn't this serious guy. I think I've always been observant. I just, okay. yeah, I just sit and look around.
1: Mm-hmm. Books,
2: mm, no, they haven't really been my thing. Mm-hmm. But I won't deny—I'm smart.
1: Yes, you're smart because yeah. comedy is. I said this before. I yeah. feel like actors who are able to do comedy yeah. are the most talented exactly. because it is not easy. Yeah. And also, you have to really put yourself out there, your innermost thoughts and the way you look at society and criticize different things. Mm. So, like you said, you're smart and really observant as well. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, school. Where was school for you?
2: Um, School? Where Mm -hmm. I went to school? Mm -hmm. uh, Chiswa Primary School. Mm -hmm. It's just in the same area. Mm -hmm. Around Moobz. Yes. yes. That's where I went for my primary there's a school that some two schools i went to but mm. i don't understand why i was there <laughs> <laughs> that why? was a, that was in the nursery phase because allegedly my mom said i used to cry when my older siblings are going to school so oh. they, they just they just sent me there mm-hmm. as well so but i i don't have an idea what i did there okay it was in a church sort of setup so we would go sit and
1: so it was more like a daycare.
2: Yeah, we go and just chill and then go back home. Mm-hmm. Gave me the happiness. Mm-hmm. Then there was another nursery school I attended. Then uh, Chiswa It's mm-hmm. now where my memory is. Mm-hmm. Primary school, then I went to St. Chizito for mm-hmm. my O-Level, Ugolobi. Okay. Then uh, from there, I went to Bishop Spriano,
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, Chehangiri and Lizira for my HSE. Mm-hmm. Then uh, I went to Chambogo, But along the way, I, I was like, no, this is not my thing.
1: Okay. What yeah.
2: were you doing at Chambogo? I was doing um, course, uh, community-based rehabilitation. Okay. Yeah, I was doing a bachelor, but along the way, things got hard. Uh, m- the money wasn't coming in on time mm-hmm. for my parents. And then I got bored. Okay. Yeah, I got bored. I'm like, no, I don't think I'm this is not, what I want to it do. It
1: wasn't for you. Yeah. Okay. Mm. In school, you said your friends would tell you, you should do comedy. Did anyone like a teacher or anything also identify that in you or nurture that in you?
2: Not like, there's a teacher who mentioned it once. Mm. Uh, That was in a level. We had dodged some papers. Okay. Economics, I remember. We we dodged the papers and they caught us, they took us to the office. And then he he looked at me, he's like, and you, for you, you're always smiling i didn't know that he was like he used to watch me mm-hmm. he's like for oh, you're always smiling you're happy like what's wrong with you like so, <laughs> what's wrong with you so he's like i, I think my happiness used to hurt him mm, <laughs> yeah, like
1: you should be miserable yeah
2: <laughs> you be serious you cry i don't know but <laughs> so i, I think uh, it was part of those things mm. then uh, i remember one there's a statement that uh there's a lecturer of mine made at Jambogo. Mm-hmm. He was teaching uh, communication skills. And then he mentioned how when you're speaking to a crowd, you have to project your voice and let it reach the back of the room. Mm-hmm. And then he said something that that some of you here are going to be stand-up comedians. So you need to really talk and people hear you. So I just held on to that statement. And I'm he saying,
1: actually said that? Yeah,
2: I was like, this is what I'm going to do. Wow. I just held on to it so mm-hmm. I didn't lose by leaving the mm-hmm. university. I got something from there.
1: Wow, that's amazing. Did yeah. you even remember that particular moment? Yes, it's right? in my head.
2: I just, it plays in my head okay. all the time. Yeah.
1: So you said like, you know, you were told to go and audition in front of all these you yeah. know comedians yeah. and many of them you looked up to. Yeah. You got your first set. You said, when was it? Your first w- chance to do That work.
2: was in 2016. Mm-hmm. When I auditioned mm-hmm. uh, in front of the established comedians, I gave up. Oh. Yeah, I got frustrated. I was like, no, I don't think I want to make it here. Okay. So I gave up. I went back to school. I was still in school at Chambogo. So then, you
1: let it go for how long?
2: Yeah, for for some months. I think uh, two, Aww. three.
1: You were like, no, yeah. this is too hard. Yeah,
2: it was too hard. But it kept haunting me. Mm. I was like, no, I need to do this. I need to do this. Then some friends kept staying in touch. Like, hey, you're lost. That's the that's bad thing with comedy. Once you show your face there, mm-hmm. you're a comedian. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you have to know the category you'll be. They'll be like, oh, that's the failed comedian.
1: Oh, no. Oh.
2: <laughs> so, so there are failures, people who left. That's how they identify you. Wow. So, I left. then. Uh, so, it's kind
1: s- of like a family.
2: Yeah, it's like a family. Immediately,
1: you go in and…
2: Once you show your face there, you're one of us. Mm. Yeah. So, I left. Then, I, I, I found out later. There was another audition mm-hmm. which was being held by that show at Waikiki. It was now for the young comedians. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, they also had a assisting. So, I went there. I thought it was another shortcut. <laughs> so, I went through the same thing. Mm-hmm audition they're, they're like no your jokes are not funny your jokes are not funny mm. Go. but the good thing they would uh, adjust for you There's okay. a gentleman called timothy Niazzi so would,
1: they wouldn't just shoot you down yeah they mm. just tell you now
2: here you can do this say this drop this do this do this so i i kept going back but i still got frustrated mm. but with something that i got like to cling on mm-hmm. so i took about two months without going back there mm. but i was writing a set Okay. Yeah, I took about, I would just relax. I say I'm not going to show my face.
1: No pressure.
2: Yeah. And I wrote that set when I went back and I auditioned. That was it. Okay. Yeah.
1: And the first time going live in front of an audience, mm. what was that like?
2: It was scary and exciting at the same time. Mm-hmm. Because I, I used to sit back there and watch. Then I'm like, how does it feel to be up there? And then the first time I was now the one going there and they said my name. I'm like, ah, that's me. <laughs> And then I go there and I had fun. Mm-hmm. It, was, it wasn't the best show, but I had so much fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: And did that convince you that, yes, this is what I want to yeah, do? Yeah,
2: it convinced me. And I called a couple of my friends. I'm like, yo, come and watch me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I got the feedback from them. And
1: mm-hmm. it, was,
2: it was amazing.
1: Who are the people you were looking up to then?
2: Um, Daniel O'Mara has always been on, my, on top of my list because mm-hmm. I understand what he does more than... It's very cerebral comedy. Yeah, it's Mm -hmm. not all about being funny Mm -hmm. to me. Because it's easy to be funny. You can just go, write up a couple of things. And and yeah, people laugh and then they go home.
1: Did you just say it's easy to be funny?
2: Yeah, it's easy to be funny. Everyone is funny. Mm
1: -hmm. Okay. There
2: are funny people just around us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so it's easy to be funny. Just be funny if you're intentional with it. Okay. But now, uh, with what Omara does, he... It teaches you something. It mm. takes you through a journey about something. You hear something. It's a story. You didn't know. Mm. Yeah. Then you're like, oh, I'm learning this from a comedian. Like, mm-hmm. you, you get to learn something and laugh at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. So it was always top of my list. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. It still
2: is. Still, still is. is. Yeah.
1: <laughs> no, he's really good at what mm. he does. Yeah. Okay. So uh, when did you start working with Ankan Sima?
2: Um, I think that was in twenty. 21, last, mm-hmm. Year. Mm-hmm. last year last year last year, year yeah.
1: okay mm-hmm. what has that experience been like
2: ah it's amazing
1: she's probably one of the biggest exports she when is. it comes to comedy in Uganda yeah mm-hmm. she
2: is she's, she's the biggest mm-hmm. like She's a global star. She is. Yeah, everywhere you go with her, everyone, ah, ah I'm Kasime, Kasime. So, <laughs> so it's, it's really, it means a lot to me to, mm-hmm. to be working with her. Mm-hmm. And it's been an amazing experience. You get to learn new things. You're mm-hmm. meeting new people mm-hmm. and the opportunities. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's like the work.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. Uh, I, I like that you said you learn from new people because I feel that for you to continue growing, yeah. you keep learning from each other. Exactly. Mm-hmm. What would you say some of the things are you've learned from maybe three different comedians in Uganda in your stand up journey?
2: Okay. I'm uh, from uh, Omara. He teaches me patience. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's something he told me once about uh, the audience the audience are like dogs.
1: I don't know how I feel about that, but anyway, no, it, it please continue. It continues.
2: He <laughs> says the audience are like dogs; they smell fear.
1: Ah, yeah. When they
2: see you walking on stage and you look scared, mm-hmm. their guards will go up. Yes, yeah, that's so, true. So you have to go out there like you know what you're doing. Mm. On the stage. Yeah, Intimidate mm. them. I'm the one on stage. I'm the one talking. So listen to me. Mm. To what I have to say. Mm-hmm. That's one of the biggest lessons I've learned from Umara. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I always apply it over and over again. Mm. Yeah. And then uh, from Kansime, it, uh, she's so hardworking and she kind. Is.
1: And kind. Because, yeah.
2: She's so kind and hardworking. Because uh, you would think, the point where she is, where she she gets endorsements, she gets deals here and there. You'd think she would just sit back and wait for them, mm-hmm. but she is so hard working.
0: Mm-hmm. When she has
2: nothing going on, she's on pressure. She's like, "What? What, I what need, am I doing? I need work. I need work out there. I need to do this. I need to do this." So, mm-hmm. I've learned from her that you should never pause when you hit like a certain point mm-hmm. of your dreams, yeah, yeah, somewhere you want to be, and. uh you should continue. Just keep working. It never ends.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: It never ends. It
1: never ends. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you
2: need to keep working. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're waiting for the third person.
1: Yes, I'm waiting for I the third I, person. I
2: think that would be Those me. are the two? <laughs> that was you? Okay. Yeah, that would be me. Uh-huh. I've learned uh, patience mm-hmm. and uh, knowing who you are. Mm. Yeah, because uh, in the game, you, you get in there and you're seeing people doing things and you're like, And doing oh. things differently. Yeah, yeah, you're like, Oh, oh, oh. So if you get carried away, and focus on them, mm-hmm. you lose it. Just know who you are, know the kind of thing you're doing, know the product you're selling,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and then stick to it. Yeah, There are always people who will come for you. There are, there are people who know what you do. Like for me, after every show, mm-hmm. what I want is I don't want people to just scream in the theater, oh, and then they forget. They okay. just remember that, ah, we laughed when you came on stage. Mm-hmm. And I always get them. I just need. Some two or three people who understand what I did. Okay. And I always get them. Okay. They come to me after the show. They're after like, a minute, Like, oh. like uh, it was a good show. Like, guys were funny out there. Mm-hmm. But there's something special about you. Like, mm,
1: so you want to be memorable.
2: Yeah, there's something special about you. There's this thing you say, like, so you just keep doing what you're doing. Like, that's something very special for me. Mm-hmm. And I just go home smiling. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I like that you said, you know, you have to learn to be yourself. Yeah. Because I think that's what distinguishes the greatest comedians out there. Yeah. I don't know if you're a fan of Dave Chappelle.
2: Yeah, I'm a big fan. I
1: mean, he is really... Mm-hmm. His own person. But, you know, for someone to get to the next level, you have to own who you are, your background, your flaws. And I find also that's why I feel I respect uh, comedians a lot, because especially stand-up, because you break yourself down. You make fun of yourself so no one else can.
2: Exactly. Mm -hmm. You get your lowest moments and you crack jokes about them. Mm -hmm. It's like uh, I've gone through some things, and in those days I would be sad, like, like, why am I going through this? Mm. But right now, I, I look at them and I'm writing jokes about them. <laughs> and it, it gives me happiness to to see people laughing at them.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Like, I'm like, oh, these dark moments are actually funny. <laughs> so, everything in my life, in a comedian's life, is material.
1: Mm, it's <clears> fair game.
2: Yeah, so if you want to date me, just know you're a source of material. <laughs> When we are dating, when we break up, you're a source of material. Mm -hmm. So you just need to be ready when you're dating a comedian. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Okay. Mm. All right. So tell me about Chalk on Jokes.
2: Yeah. Chalk on Jokes is something I've always wanted to do
1: Mm. from,
2: uh, I think, uh, 2019. Okay. Yeah. It's taken that long. It's an idea I've had Mm. because uh, some things I went through in school Mm
1: -hmm.
2: whereby they seem minor, but... Like what? Like uh, some hardships in school. Things that your fellow students say to you. The things that teachers say to you.
1: So like teasing, yeah, bullying. Teasing,
2: bullying you. You mm. might be going through something at home. You don't have school fees. And then someone mm. just makes fun of you. That yeah. like, hey, for you, school fees defaulter. Mm. They just say it casually. Not like they mean to hurt you. But, they but just it say. stays with you. Yeah, now. but it stays with you. And I, was, uh, I, I speak to a lot of people and some of the moments they hold in their hearts are things people say to them yeah. back there in school. Mm-hmm. I talked to a friend of mine and he, he mentioned something that a friend said to him in school, in high school. And he was holding on to it and he said, I still hate that guy up to now. Wow. So I choke on jokes. is a, a, an idea that we, we are trying to let people know that you should be careful with what you say, mm-hmm. even when you're young or something, you can hurt someone, you can ruin someone's future. Mm-hmm. You can tell someone, I for you. Aha, uh-huh, my friend said, Some guy said, I for you, you'll never make it. Mm-hmm. And he held it up yeah. to now. He's mm-hmm. he's about 29 right now, but mm-hmm. he holds on to it.
1: Yeah. It's funny, there's that saying, what's that saying? Sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. I'm like, that's nonsense. That's nonsense it's, because they, words they stay hurt. with you. Yeah. Especially if they come from people like in, you know, maybe let's say teachers yeah. or parents or people you look up people to.
2: Close to you. Mm-hmm. So uh choke on jokes, we are we're trying to fight mental illness mm-hmm. in young people. Because okay. yeah, we go to schools mm. uh, and other learning institutions. Mm. We're looking at universities. Next year,
1: okay. Yeah,
2: so I've been uh, in touch with Ministry of Education to give us the mm-hmm. the way. So, so we,
1: how does it work exactly? We, you you come together as a group of
2: yeah a group of comedians. We uh-huh. go to schools mm-hmm. and we we talk to the students. We talk to them. We crack jokes about some of the uncomfortable things that mm-hmm. they're going through,
0: mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. peeing in bed and mm-hmm. all that because uh, people make fun of you. Yeah, yeah. So we go and make them feel like. You know, it's okay. It's okay to go through something. It's okay to be poor in school. It's okay not to have school fees. It's okay to, to go through things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we go talk to them. We talk to them, like advise them as we crack jokes as well. Okay. Yeah, so just to, to comfort them because there is no better way you can pass a message other than humor. Because when someone laughs at something, they can never forget it. Yes. Yeah. But as we also tell them, you know, this is bad. You shouldn't do this. You you have to watch what you tell your friends. Mm-hmm. You have to how so, you treat and you it do from. it through comedy. Yeah, through comedy.
1: How long have you been doing
2: it? it how they, long they, now? We, we have so far done this year. Okay. Yeah. It's been hard. So because it's been, of been the curriculum. This year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because of the curriculum. So we went in touch with the ministry and mm-hmm. they love the idea. Mm -hmm. yeah they love the idea so next year it's it's going to be like the big big
1: yeah that's exciting yeah i'm looking forward to hearing more about that mm -hmm. and what about you as we wrap up the year um any plans anywhere we can see you perform
2: um i have a show this weekend in gulu okay Uh, you won't be there (laughs) then uh 23rd i'm going to be in Charlie wajala Mm -hmm. yeah then uh, on thursday the other Thursday, mm-hmm. so I think I'll be, I'll be at National Theatre. Okay, so yeah. next Factory, Thursday, yeah.
1: you'll be at National Theatre. Yeah, and you said 23rd.
2: Yeah, 23rd. Mm-hmm. Then uh, 22nd, that's National Theatre.
1: Okay. Yeah. Oh my goodness, yes. Oh, where's mm-hmm. the time going? <laughs> I'm the one counting down to the end of the year. Yeah. But it's like, what? It's so quick. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I like that you talked about how you've learned from yourself, yeah. you know, over time. Yeah. What advice would you give? You know, because you talked about that lecturer yeah. who said, you know, some of you are going to be stand-up comedians yeah. and you held and he on to that. To me, yeah. <laughs> and even though you started, you stopped. Yeah. You started, you gave up. Yeah. What advice would you give to to someone who's looking at getting into stand-up comedy or pretty much just getting up on a stage and owning it?
2: Yeah, just, you need to know the process, first mm. of all, ah. and respect the process. Respect the that process, the first, be patient. That is the first step. Mm -hmm. because I thought some people come in and they think uh, knowing people being a friend to Mara being a friend to Andre will get you stage Mm -hmm. no you need to pass through the process Mm -hmm. come do rehearsals it's like a blueprint for stand-up comedy all over the world
1: Mm -hmm.
2: come do rehearsals open mics people don't want open mics
1: thank you yet you have to you have to because you have to test your material to see what works what doesn't
2: Mm -hmm. yeah so people want the big shows without tested material. And that's mm-hmm. very dangerous. Mm-hmm. Just, if you want to join comedy or something, just, first of all, get in touch with a stand-up comedian. Mm-hmm. Listen to them, what they're telling you. They're going to tell you about the process. That's if they <laughs> like you. <laughs> if
1: they like, if they you, like you, they
2: you. If they like you, they'll tell you about the process. If they want to help you. Yeah, if mm-hmm. they want to help you because there are others who also don't help. Mm. They just be like, ah, no, this one. So, it's the process. There's a blueprint. I always tell people, It's mm-hmm. a blueprint. Mm -hmm. it's a worldwide thing even if you go to another country same thing rehearse we listen to your material do open mics Mm -hmm. open mics are normally you'll find like five people in the audience just and they're there they're listening to you Mm -hmm. but that's the standard you start from there if you can make those people laugh Mm -hmm. then you can make a thousand people laugh okay yeah so just the process.
1: Okay. Yeah. What about your people? <laughs> can you <laughs> test on your people as well?
2: My people? You get
1: your relatives, your friends, ah, you relatives. put them there.
2: <laughs> but we, we normally test with the friends, mm-hmm. like our uh, friends, yeah, and then uh, our fellow comedians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the open mic shows have comedians as well. Mm-hmm. So once a comedian laughs at your joke, you know, ah, you, I'm doing good. Okay. Because a comedian watching a comedian, they're not just watching a show. Mm-hmm. They're, they're watching critiquing you critics. the entire they're, time. Like, hmm, this line, no. No, no, you should, you should have said this. You should have said this. so. By the time you crack them up, you know, you really got them.
1: Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, Don, thank you so much for joining me. It's been this a was amazing. Thanks for having how, me. How can we get in touch with you online? How can we find your material online? How do we follow you online?
2: Um, okay. Everywhere, social media like uh, yeah, Instagram, Facebook, mm-hmm. Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's at Don Andre. Are you on TikTok? Yeah, I'm on TikTok okay. as well. At Don at Andre. Don Andre Jr.
1: Junior. Yeah. Okay.
2: Don Andre not Just one word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay.
1: And I'm just going to appreciate your style again. I yeah. did that off oh, mic thank before. Thank you. He's in full <laughs> denim and some white sneakers. I'm thank like, oh, I like the look. A light mm-hmm. blue denim and you mm-hmm. said you got this from your dad. From my dad, yeah. He, mm-hmm. had
2: a, he had a suit like this. I remember when I was young.
1: So
2: <laughs> He's always been there for me. I
1: he has? He me. supported yeah. you? Yeah. He's the whole time?
2: Supported. He's one of my biggest fans right now. Oh. Whenever I'm 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 flying out of the country for a show. He's like the spokesman. <laughs> just just tell him, you know what, Dad? Just I'm just telling you this because you need to know. Mm-hmm. Just, my son, just, my son. Just, just keep it low key, and then when you're at the airport, it's like, have you boarded? <laughs> ah, okay. Talk to this guy. Tell him. Tell him where you're going. So you're like ah. Before you know it, the whole village knows.
0: Uh-huh.
2: A cousin is texting you. Hey, I heard you, 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 you're going out of the country. Mm-hmm. Yes, I love so. your
1: dad. Yeah. That's what he should he's do. He's so
2: proud of me. Mm-hmm. And he just told me, because he wanted me to go back to school, mm. he used to tell me, I need to get money, send you back to school. But then I talked to him a few weeks ago. Mm-hmm. And he, he just told me one thing. He's like, you know what? Do what you're doing. Just do what you're doing. I have mm. nothing against you just do what you're doing. Oh. Yeah.
1: You know we always look for our parents blessing. Yeah. And that's all we need. <laughs> that's all we need. Yeah. Well thank you again for joining me. Thank you for having me. <laughs> My pleasure.
2: Groove Cafe.